Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Some people call me Space Cowboy. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Some people call me the Gangster Love. And I'm Tim. Some people call me, hey asshole, get back over here with my wallet. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Give that back. I don't remember that line. <laughs> what? I don't remember that lyric in the song. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this a... Some people call me, hey asshole, oh. get back over here with my wallet. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Some people call me, how do you plead? Not guilty. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I got a little story for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got. So, earlier today, while I was at work, um, for those of you who don't know, I work at a historic site. Um, we recreate time periods. From... Like LARPing. Yeah, like LARPing, mm-hmm. but if LARPing was actual reality. Um... Tim literally gets teleported back to the um, <laughs> the Stone Age. The 14th yes. fucking century. Yeah, yeah, effectively. Uh, and today, I actually tried my hand at blacksmithing. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, How'd that go? Very interesting thing. It didn't go super well. It went better than I thought it would. Did you forge the dwarven sword? I came close to it. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the guy who was teaching me, he forged half of the dwarven sword. Mm-hmm. I forged the other half of the dwarven sword. Uh, and so my side doesn't look super great. His side looks really great. It's very interesting. So now I just have this dwarven sword I got to take home. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what to do with it. And at this point, I feel like I should go fight a dragon or something. Mm. Sure. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you guys if you could have any like medieval like trade, like what would it be? You know, not even necessarily as like a versus question. I, mm-hmm. I'm right, just right. realizing now. But just you know, I think. Okay, so I've actually thought about this a lot in terms of, like, if there was an MMO that literally allowed you to do, like, anything as a professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that I would be, I would deal in, like, not black market per se, Mm -hmm. but for lack of a better term, black market potions and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a wandering salesman who's just, like, I have all sorts of tinctures and uh, omen juice for you and your... Omen juice, just high in vitamin C. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call it OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, um, what about you? I would be, um, my, my, like, if it was, like, really high fantasy, like, there's magic and shit, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, be yeah. an alchemist. Um, Damn it, that's what I was gonna say. Sorry, bud. You already have the dwarven sword. Not you have like, one half of the dwarven not like, sword. Not like how, how Marcus is, what Marcus would be, like, a, a, a trader of potions and stuff. I yeah. would be on the bleeding edge of potion technology, yeah. making all the rad shit that Marcus ends up selling. To See, like, yeah, like I, uh, I still like brew my own potions, but mm-hmm. like I'm reading the fucking like potions weekly that Tommy's publishing. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. if it was a lower fantasy, like there's not like everybody doesn't go off and fight a dragon when they turn thirteen or whatever. Um, I would want to be a brewmaster, like like a oh, fuck, um, dude. like either a oh. mead maker or like an ale maker. Cause like I get to own like a big old fucking hall full of beer and meat, and people just come in and eat beer and meat, and people will always need to eat and drink beer and meat. Yeah. And plus, I get to be this big, hearty, barrel-chested man with a big beard and carting around barrels of 
of good beer and everybody loves me because like nobody in the town wants to piss off the beer guy. That's yeah, like that's true. You can piss off the blacksmith. You can make your own blacksmith shit. Dude, no, you, you can't. What the if, hell? If you if you piss off the beer guy, you're not getting beer from shit. <laughs> you know what? Since I'm taking the blacksmith on this, since that's me now, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's way harder than you fuckers think it is. I promise. No, 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 I've, no, no, I've, no, no. I've smithed agree. black before. It's it's not that hard. <laughs> Have you told me? <laughs> what did you make? Black. What did you make? I made a tiny. Uh, I made a little hook that you can hang things on, and I made a little. Uh, it's like a like protective charm thing that you could like string leather through and wear around. Oh your well, neck. Tommy, that's so cute. Yeah, Tim made one half of a dwarven fucking sword. Yeah, okay, Tommy. well, I didn't get to spend as long as Tim did. On I did it. it. In it's five not my minutes, freaking Tommy. job. I did it in five minutes. This was my first time today. Yeah, dude, Tommy. Oh, I, okay. So what you're you? saying is it's actually really easy to be a blacksmith because you can pick it up in five minutes, Tim? No, for me because I chose this because it's. <laughs> Calling, it's his class. He's the I blacksmith see. chosen one. Uh, Tommy, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. interest you in a potion, dude? Um, uh, two gallons of my of, own making. Two gallons of fuck up juice because you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a. Real oh wait. Point. Sold out. To Tim? No, dude. It looks like I have 500 orders here that still have yet to be fulfilled. To a T. Calhoun. Oh no. Oh, hmm. No. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Let's get a new fucking question. Yeah, yeah, I got a real question for you guys. Okay. As opposed to our fake questions. Right. So this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you. And it is the world's best Magic the Gathering player mm-hmm. versus world's best Pokemon trading card game player versus the best Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game player. Bloodlusted in the Winky Dome. Now I have a question. Yes. For clarity's sake. Yes. Are I, I they... saw this coming. Are they one fighting like bare knuckle boxing like to the death, mm-hmm. yeah. or two each playing each other in a card game where they can only use the cards from their card game? Not the card <laughs> game. They do not have their own cards. Okay. I'm talking about the best of the best. So you're getting right. like the most introverted like uh, savant motherfuckers going at each sure. other. Okay. Okay. So I think the. Magic the Gathering player, their two like niches are they are like usually very elitist. Yeah, yes. more so than I've seen in a lot of other things. Yeah, uh, and like they their archetype should definitely like have a shit fuck ton of money because that's like yeah that like people that I've met that have all been good at Magic the Gathering have all had the money to be able to play with the good cards that's because fair. the good cards play a lot of power and magic. Now I don't really uh, necessarily. I don't think mm. it has to be you have a ton of money. Just a, a lot of disposable income. Well, the question yeah. is the best player. And the best player will... You, like, yeah, the, the best players in Magic, like, their sponsorships with their organizations yeah. are usually through, like, card resellers. So mm, they don't sense, even actually yeah. have the money for the cards. They just... Get them. Get them. Yeah. So they have no concept of, like... Like, they, they're playing with decks that cost, like, $450, and they can just shit them out because they yeah. have the money for them. And then everybody else has to go around and pick up the fucking pieces to get their $450 Yeah, deck. and, like, with something like Pokemon, I feel like that's way more, like, you can have, like, just a dude, you yeah. know? Pokemon yeah. Pokemon cards are, like, the, the, the good ones that are in the meta. Mm-hmm. They they do get expensive, but not at near as expensive as the Magic the Gathering ones. Yeah, like, they, they top out at, like, $20, yeah. right? Yeah, and the most you're going to run is, like is four so yeah. like you're eighty dollars 
is a lot of money mm-hmm. for like that one part of the deck. But again, that's like that's what it tops out as, and normally you're not even going to run that. Yeah, and even the yeah. rest of your cards aren't even that that expensive. Right. Whereas in Magic the Gathering, like you can have four of each card, but like when you take out the lands, which is like a third of your deck, yeah, you still you're still paying for a third of a sixty card deck where the cards can range anywhere in price from like a dollar. To five dollars to twenty dollars yeah. a card. Yeah. Okay. Enough about pricing for. Yeah. Yeah. Enough about games. like mega nerd shit. Let's just yeah. get into yeah, regular yeah. nerd shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have dwelled in in all three of these arenas before. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've dwelled and in the Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh arenas before. Yes. I um just just to list a few of my qualifications. Played Magic the Gathering standard for about a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I've been on and off on Pokemon standard for three years, two or three years now. Mm-hmm. I'd say a little bit more than two or three. Maybe at least three or four. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! I haven't played it recently. I played it in my childhood, of course. But I, I do keep up with the meta. Or I try to keep up with the meta. And, like, I understand how things work and things like that. Yeah. Um, off the bat, I'm going to go with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why. Mm. Pokemon is chaotic. Mm. It's fucking buck wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yu-Gi- yeah, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic, they... Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! has to try a lot harder at this. Because, Jesus Christ, there's, like, a fucking book on every card that yeah, you have to learn. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they try really hard to make sure that there's not just, like, broken combos and that everything is, like, pretty manageable. Mm. Pokemon is the exact fucking opposite. Mm. These guys, if you play professional Pokemon, you have to th- be thinking, like, ten years in advance of your next move. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, every single possible combination. Mm. That being said, like, I mean, like, every each game involves strategy, but mm. Pokemon is so fucking out there, dude. Mm. Like, it's like... It's hard to think. <laughs> yeah, like, like I feel like the bottom line of what we're getting at is basically people who play Pokemon, their minds are un, unhooked in a sense because they don't have any concept of this, this, uh, this like rules lawyering type of thing yeah. where they're just like, no, you can't do that because of this. Yeah. Because basically you can do literally whatever. If you have the yeah. card mm-hmm. that gestures towards it faintly with Yu-Gi-Oh, the way they format these cards, they're so specific in their wording that if you yeah. say something's wrong, someone will be down your, I, I used to be this person as a child. <laughs> I would destroy someone if they thought they could use a card in a way that is not specifically specified in i would argue someone down Mm. for literal hours in the middle of a game saying they can't do this yeah but that is the type of people that play Yu-Gi-Oh. versus pokemon where like on the card it's just like yeah do this no matter what what no matter what anybody says you go get them you draw six cards i love (laughs) you yeah i will say i think that like this is actually a thing. I, I used to read a lot of the like development blogs for Magic the Gathering for a while, but one of the things that they use as like one of their product testing is that they have five character archetypes for like the people that are going to be purchasing Magic the Gathering cards. There's two that like really don't matter about the game itself. It's like one that's super focused around the lore and like I don't remember what the other one is. But the three main like gameplay archetypes, like the reason people are buying yeah. cards. There's Johnny, who is, like, the combo guy. Like, he just, like, breaks the game in half. And, like, he doesn't care if he wins or loses. He just wants to fucking play as weird of shit as he can possibly do. Like, he plays... There's, like, the card that's, like, tap this card, you end your turn immediately. And he builds a whole deck based around that and, like, beats people's asses. And they're like, I didn't even know you could do that in this game. Yeah, he's the troll. He's the troll. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. And I can fuck over your deck because you don't even know this deck exists. Yeah. And then there's 
Timmy, the unseen blade. <laughs> Timmy, who's like what the, hell, the archetypical seven-year-old, and he's just like, I want to play as big of a creature as I can, or do like the most damage with this spell, or like draw as many cards as I physically can. I don't care if I win or lose, as long as I end the game with 30 cards in my hand, or 170 damage pointed at somebody, even if I die. The fact that I got 170 damage on the field is the most important part to me. Yeah. And then there's Spike, and Spike's like, I'm gonna fucking win, and I don't give a shit what I have to do. Those three ideas are like encompassed in the like archetypical Magic the Gathering player is somebody that is going to try to find the biggest thing they can do for the cheapest amount and win every time. Yeah, that is what the highest end Magic the Gathering players do. Like, like they just do weird shit. Like there was one guy and he went to a tournament, like one of the highest level tournaments, barely scraped by to get into it, and he beat everybody because he just was like, oh well, they made all these cards that just beat everybody else's cards. So he just made a whole deck that didn't do anything except beat the other decks that were there. Yeah. Like, it's not a good deck. It just beat every other one. And that's it. That's all he had to do. Yeah. So, so he's, like, the is... most efficient. They don't care about it. They're doing the most damage or whatever. It's just as long as they win every time. So what you're saying is, is mm. that dude who plays Magic the Gathering mm -hmm. is only and exclusively gonna go for nut punches the entire yeah, time exactly fighting. okay exactly okay okay i see just has no fucking remorse or like anything no <laughs> okay. no rules no I rules of man <laughs> or beast apply to him okay i think we can all agree let's just we need to start trimming the fat here. yeah yeah mm. for sure i think we can all agree Yu-Gi-Oh's kind of out yeah because mm. like in the battle between magic guy and Yu-Gi-Oh guy magic guy is gonna punch Yu-Gi-Oh guy in the nuts and Yu-Gi-Oh is gonna be like you shouldn't do that that's against the rules yeah. and magic guy is gonna be like what is yeah, wrong he's with gonna you? be like I had swords of revealing light around my balls <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh player faces plays himself face down in his turn, exactly. <laughs> yes exactly now Pokemon here's what I'm thinking dude if you're going yeah, with the yeah. nut punch theory yeah I think I think Pokemon guys I think I think he's running a sports cup you know like i think yeah. he's wearing a jock strap but he's got a cup and he's yeah. just like none of that shit motherfucker yeah. but yeah yeah pokemon is the card game that makes you feel good because in magic they're like oh you can't draw more than three cards on one mana like they have like all these yeah. formulas for how they design their card game but in pokemon it's like they will literally print cards that are like this card has no resource requirement unless you draw six cards immediately yeah. or like you shuffle your entire hand this doesn't cost you anything you do you just do it for free yeah dude like yeah. pokemon players are constantly playing on a power trip that yes. the Magic the Gathering players have to fucking scrabble and just scrounge yeah. every <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. drop out of their cards to so, get. So, like, I think Magic the Gathering goes in trying for the nut the nut tap, like the, the, set, yeah, the yeah, cup yeah, check, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then Pokemon just shows up with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you, you came to this fight ill-prepared, little man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So I think we're all in agreement here. Yeah. Pokemon guy Pokemon wins. wins. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Pokemon yeah. wins. Okay. Nice. Tommy, Tommy? you ever read it? Yes. This Reddit question comes to us from user Meme My Day on the Would You Rather subreddit. And the question is Would you rather end every one of your messages with the XD face, like the little XD emoji, yeah. mm -hmm. or with the heart emoji, like just the text emoji? Like the emoticons. Yes. Okay. Yeah, not the not the like iPhone keyboard emoji, just like the regular like you yeah. type it out like a grown ass man, capital X, capital B. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, a hundred percent the heart. Uh huh. Tommy, what are you taking? I'm gonna go with the XD. Oh, I'm my gonna word. I'm gonna take heart too. So. <laughs> okay, okay. So now Tommy, let's, let's explain yeah. yourself, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, you know it's 
It's just a little, little fun, a little lighthearted. Like, that's every, <laughs> yeah, every, every time I see XD, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> see, okay, but when you put the, okay, when you put the XD in every single time, I automatically <laughs> never, ever want to receive a text message from you ever under any circumstances. See, okay, if somebody sends me an XD, then, like, once. Yeah. Then I'm like, you know, whatever. Like, every once in a while, I yeah, get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, if it's literally every single text message, (laughs) I'm like, damn, when did Tommy start wearing a visor beanie, (laughs) rainbow thigh-high socks? That's a look. Okay. (laughs) I think it's a look. I think it's definitely a look, but I think it's a look that exists It's a good look, Tim. It's a good look, Tim. And we'll be like, Tommy, why do you keep doing that? And Tommy's like, forte lols. (laughs) Yeah? Oh, God. No. But if you Uh, put the heart in, no one really is going to care. No, that, no. No. People will care, Tim. I, this is something that we need to concede on. No. Because listen, listen, yeah. listen. Okay. Because if you put a heart at the end of every text, yeah. every single text, yeah. imagine. Yeah. Hey, you up, heart? Yeah, what's up? I was wondering if you can cover my shift tomorrow, heart. What do you got going on? What do you got going on? And it's like, uh, I have midterms tomorrow, heart. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what's the problem, though? Just, like, that's that's just the like, problem. It's creepy. incessant. Why is and, it? And it's not. like, weird. But it's like, I feel like most people... Are just gonna be like whatever, you know? They're just being overly sweet about everything that they say. No, I I don't think that's like an issue. But no. with the XZ, it's just like obnoxious. Okay, I think I think I think the heart. It, it depends. The heart depends on who it's coming from. Yeah, because if it's coming from someone who's like, uh, like just an adorable person, like if it's yeah. coming if it's coming from Rachel, my fiance, whom I love very much, I think that it would you know people people would understand like oh that's just cute. Yeah, if it's coming from me. Weirdo fuckboy? Weirdo yeah. fuckbutt? <laughs> weirdo, weirdo fuckbutt? Are you trying to tell me that I'm not absolutely adorable, Marcus? Tim, if you sent me hearts in every single messages, okay, I'd appreciate it because you're my friend and I get that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you were to send that to, like, your boss. Yeah. And every single heart. That'd be fine. Or every single message. Yeah, no, care. I don't think it would be fine, Tim, because, like, eventually, eventually you'd be like, hey, boss, I'm doing this thing and the machine broke and I can't do it anymore. Heart. Tommy, and it's you, like. <laughs> you have no place to argue with me, Tommy. <laughs> XD man. Yeah, over I was gonna here. say no, that's not that's not to say that it would that it would be worse than XD in yeah. every single fucking message. Okay, I will concede the heart every single message would be. I feel it's like it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot because you know I I have to be professional sometimes. Uh huh. Can't always be uh kawaii. Yeah. And uwu. Um, Shut the fuck <laughs> off, dude. Uh, we recording with an e boy over here. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. I'm still taking the heart every time. Like, yeah, no, every single time. Sure. The XD is just, like, too much. XD, okay, so I the, feel heart, like... the heart is a lot. Uh-huh. XD is too much. Yeah. I feel like I could make the XD a part of my ironic brand and just, like, make that make that be a part of... Like, you know, like, some people... Like, there's, there's those celebrities that use Twitter and, like, mm-hmm. they exclusively type in all caps. Like, they're 75 years old and have only lived in Wisconsin their whole life. Yes. But, like, nobody cares because they're celebrities. And it's part of their brand. It's their ironic thing. Yeah. Sure. I could make the XD face my ironic celebrity you brand You know why it thing. works for celebrities, Tommy? <laughs> no. It's because they have fucking clout. They got so much Yeah, I could clout, have clout, Tommy. too. No, Tommy, you have, your, you have your foot in the toilet. This That's is, what you have. <laughs> this is how I start my influencer brand, is I start ending every message with the XD. So everybody's just going to get together and just be like, wow, look at this fuckhead with an XD face. Isn't he endearing? No, no, no. <laughs> I, like, I build it up as a part of my brand. So first I start doing it in my text messages and people start asking each other they're like what's up with tommy why is he started sending all his messages with xd no one's gonna do that and then i start wearing <laughs> shirts with the xd emoticon on them okay and they're like tommy what's up with the shirts and i'm like 
you'll find out. And I make it this huge, like, ARG thing where, like, I build an app and, like, if you find the XD stickers in the wild, they have, like, QR codes on them that take you to the next clue. And, like, I make it this big thing and I sell merch and I make music and I make movies and then, like, I eventually get a book deal. It's great. It'll okay, be Okay, so there's... Uh, pause. <laughs> First off, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance in what you just said. Yes. Secondly, secondly there's a big leap... From, I'm going to start geocaching XD faces to time to start making books, movies, music. Yeah, it's all <laughs> No, no, no. Me. It's There's like literally... the Slenderman thing or like, or whatever. Like, I, I started out as this tiny thing, but eventually it gains traction on the internet. People, like, keep talking to each other, trying to figure out what it is, and eventually it becomes something much bigger than itself. Tommy, but you know what? The thing about it is, is that you are approximately 20 to 30 years too late to start XD. It's already been started. No, and it's I ended. bring it back as an ironic of revival it's too. Not ironic, it's the XD me. revival. It's one of those you know how uh, whenever we were all younger, we all started saying swag because we thought that people who said swag were dipshits, and we were yeah, just like, "Don't we say, say it all the fucking time?" Yeah. Okay. I don't anymore because I don't I'm anymore an adult. I die again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop. It's stuck there. It's stuck in my fucking like. But you're just gonna start ironically saying swag for the rest of my life. It's not ironic anymore, Tommy. You just say it because you like saying it now. No. Yes. No. Tommy. Yeah. The yeah, longer Tommy. it's out of the cultural whatever, the more ironic it becomes. Nope. It's just, it's the same reason why people start saying rad. And like all that shit from the eighties. Okay, maybe like for the maybe, same reason. I would maybe. never say rad ironically. I say it unironically, a hundred percent, and that's rad. Okay, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Off, let me, let me, let me get this out here. Real okay, quick. like there's a point zero zero two percent chance that in fifteen years mm-hmm. you could bring XD back in a major yeah. way. But, really? But there's a big caveat, big old yeah. fat asterisk right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That's fifteen years, not now. Yeah. Don't I, even start fucking trying right now, because if you do, it's never going to happen. But in 15 years from this day of recording, September 29th, 2019. So, September 29th, 2039. Nope, that's nope, 20 years nope. from now. 20, 2034. 20, yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, 2034, you can begin your yes. your ad campaign. I will concede that. <laughs> I'll concede that, Tommy. Okay, so in 20 years' time... I will have 20 years of XD text messages accumulated. And that's when I can finally release the XD ARG. Okay. Marcus, you know, Marcus, no, 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 it's fine. Ta- sure, Tommy, in 20 years, sure. Uh, let's take a vote on which one we would rather take, the heart or XD. Everyone for heart, say aye. 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 Uh, not me. Uh, everyone for XD, say aye. Aye. Nay. Aye. All right. Do I have it. Heart swing. Aye. Marcus. Hey, that was like no. six people. <laughs> I got something. Okay. Let's all light a candle for the feller in the panhandle. He's shooting meth and he's shooting guns. He's playing with fire and he's having fun. He's Florida man. Yo, Leahy. That was the Camp Lasso theme song. Oh. Um, okay, so here we go. Here's the title. Okay. Florida man arrested, comma. Okay. Caught on video. Yes. Using samurai sword uh-huh. to fight over wheelbarrow. <laughs> okay. And now here's the story. I'm going to give wait, you. Wait, hold on. Can I can I clarify something? Yes. Is this fighting over wheelbarrow, as in literally on top of a wheelbarrow? <laughs> no. Or it's for possession. Wanted the wheelbarrow. Okay. It's for, it for ownership. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys the skinny of the story. Okay. So a jogger. Yes. Was mm-hmm. going by, you know, this is normal route. Found a pile of trash and a wheelbarrow inside, and he says, "Well, this is all trash. I'm taking the wheelbarrow with me." Okay. So he gets over to it, starts unloading the wheelbarrow. And a fellow approaches him, Florida man, yes. and says, hey, 
I want that. And the jogger <laughs> says, I was here first. I would very much like to take it home with me. And Florida Man says, Samurai Sword Chop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He killed this man? No, he did not kill him. Okay. He oh attempted to. Okay. But uh, he failed. Okay. He was later arrested. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the victim's statement was... and he, Okay, so also the jogger stuck around, tried to fight for the wheelbarrow after the guy fucking brought up the samurai sword. <laughs> so what the fuck's up with that? Just yeah. give him the goddamn wheelbarrow. Okay, right? either this is the most powerful jogger we've ever seen or sword guy is a piece of uh, ass. He's a hot piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. okay so, I think... so, Florida man, so Florida man gets arrested, doesn't get the mm-hmm. wheelbarrow. Um, and in fact... Jogger doesn't get the wheelbarrow because it turns out they both fucking stole it from a yard sale. Yeah, right? <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, uh-huh, somebody left this this wheelbarrow on the side of the road. And this TV. And this old picture with someone's face in it. They all have price tags on them. I wonder what that's all about. What a weird way to distinguish your items from your trash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. like, takes it home. Right, right, right. But anyway, so that's that's Florida Man. Samurai Sword fights okay. over a wheelbarrow. Nice. Let's- I I do I do want to agree with Tim on that. I think this is probably one of the weaker Florida mans that we've had. Like, don't get me wrong. Story's hilarious. Yes. Half the reason we do all the Florida mans anyway, because yes. the stories are yeah. just that book wild. Yeah. However, this man has a whole ass samurai sword and can't fight off a fucking jogger. I think what you guys fail to realize. Okay. Rather, it is bold of you to assume. Okay. That he was fighting at full strength. Oh. Do you think a man as wise as Samurai Sword Florida Man would end a man's whole life over a wheelbarrow? I want... Wh- how I is can, he wise? I, I can agree to that. Because he knows if he kills the guy, then he's getting, you know, 25 to life. Uh-huh. But if he merely threatens him with his katana, uh-huh. then, you know, he'll be out and, you know, he'll be out before lunch tomorrow. Yes, yeah, yeah. he can yeah. still... St- Steal the wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all kind of the like wheelbarrow. He's playing um, the long con. Uh, live another day to fight tomorrow. Yes. Okay. 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 So, who's our first contestant then? Yes. Florida man versus six of the rowdiest possums. The rat. The rat. Marcus, I don't think you understand, but six of the rowdiest possums could take the three of us on gear. No, 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 no. Let me. Okay. You know what? Let me scale that back. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two. Of the rowdiest possums. Okay, that's fair. I feel like that's okay. fair. For now, the, and now I also want to put this forward. Okay. The rowdiest possums aren't necessarily bloodlusted. They're not, you know. Oh, they're just real rowdy. They're just yeah, rowdy. They're not driven to madness. They're just rowdy. Uh, they're just rowdy boys. They like having a good time, you know? Okay, yeah. okay. Two of the rowdiest possums. I think this guy's intimidation score is probably zero. He mm-hmm. couldn't intimidate a jogger. Despite how powerful he may be. He cannot intimidate anything. Now, I would I would say it's negative because he incited a jogger, normally a peaceful race of people, yes. into pure unbridled rage over the mere thought of losing the wheelbarrow. Now, he I would, desperately I, decided. Yes. I see where you guys are coming from, but okay. I also think that it's important to realize uh-huh. that the jogger wasn't your ordinary jogger. He was also a dirty fucking thief who tried to cover his tracks. That's fair. Yeah, but I've never met a dirty fucking thief that would fight to the death. Every third dirty fucking thief I'd met goes, oh, fuck, I'm going to die, and runs away. That's fair. Okay, okay. That being settled, then, I still think he would destroy these possums. Yeah, Because he has a sword, and they don't have sword. That's true, yeah. He has sword. Okay. I think he barely makes it out alive with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Samurai Sword Florida Man. Yes. Versus the three of us. We kick his ass, dude. We no, fucking kick his ass, no. dude. He's fucking dead. Dude, He's I kinda... got a sword, dude. Yeah, and there's three of us. Yeah, I. Mm. I'm not fighting to do. But with what's the sword. his full strength? 
I don't fucking care because as soon as I kick the sword out of his hand, he's defenseless. You can't kick oh, the sword okay, out yeah. Of so they see that. Yeah, there's there's some fucking pre ass slappage going on right yeah, there. Yeah, Tommy. I just kicked the sword out of his hand. I. What, are you saying I yeah, couldn't Tommy, kick the sword out of a man's have... hand who can't even fight a fucking jogger over a fucking wheelbarrow? It's not that he can't, Tommy. It's that he didn't because he knew better. You don't understand. He could have still maimed the jogger Tommy. and got the same kind of prison sentence. Nah, dude. No here's way, what dude. here's what would have happened. Here's what would happen if he came up in our house, dude. He would do it smart. He would Uh, lure us out one by one and take us out. We would never know the wiser thing that happened. I don't think that would ever happen because we are all three some of the most antisocial people. I won't say that. We're not like very sociable to people that come up and knock on our door. We all fucking hate it and we all know it. Yes. but So if someone comes and knocks on our fucking door, that person's going to tell every other person in the house. They're going to be like... Hey, give me a second and go back and be like, hey, there's some random dude at the door. Can you come into the living room so I don't get shanked? But if he stood on the street yeah. with a megaphone yeah. and said... We would fucking close the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> but if he said in the megaphone, hey, I got coupons for free pizza... Oh, I'd be out there. Dude. I'd be out there. No, you wouldn't. No, I, I would. Be. I, would. I don't believe there. that. I would. I'd be out there, Tommy. But he's got the sword. I would. I would. Is it sheast? Because if it's sheast, I'm going out there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's just a wandering tradesman, and he means no harm. Yeah. Uh, I have coin. And he has wares. <laughs> um, no, I, I have no coin, and he has wares. Oh, uh-huh. he's just giving out free coupons. Yeah, free I think it would be the coupons that would get it, dude. And Tommy, after me and Marcus get brutally murdered by this guy uh, who offered us coupons, do you really think you could take him on one-on-one? Yeah, I'd grab a fucking knife out of the kitchen drawer and go out and fight this man who couldn't kill a fucking jogger. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see where Tommy's coming from. I, I see. But, I, I, but he's not right. Yeah, the that's the thing. So we're going to go to level three. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> okay, Samurai Sword Florida Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Versus Burt Reynolds as... The best cowboy. So, Florida man with the samurai sword has to fight Burt Reynolds, who is the best cowboy. Yeah. Okay. Burt Reynolds wins because he's the best cowboy, and he has gun. He has a gun. He's the best cowboy. He's got a he's got a horse. He's got a lasso. Okay, I was really. He's got a can of beans. I will. I will admit that this is the true blue level three for this yeah. Florida man. Yeah. However, this was also a test to okay. see how you guys felt about samurai versus <laughs> samurai versus cowboy. Cowboy always wins because yeah. Cowboy has guns. Well, okay, also, no, no, no. we're not going to get into Samurai versus Cowboy right now, because this is actually probably the shittiest Samurai. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say, this man barely qualifies as a Samurai. Yeah. He barely qualifies as a kindergartner, let alone a Samurai. <laughs> yeah, no, Cowboy has gun. Cowboy Burt Reynolds points gun at Florida Man and says, bang, bang. He, he throws a deck of cards in the air and also throws a can of beans in the air. Turns away and fires, shoots him through the heart, and also shoots it through the middle of the can of beans and the ace of spades. Okay. Yeah. Because he's the best cowboy. And then he eats the beans and he plays the card. Yeah. Because he's the best cowboy. Whenever you said that he threw the deck of cards in the air and then you said all that other shit, I thought for a second that you just fucking forgot about the deck of cards. <laughs> no, I'm a fucking master of storytelling, <laughs> Marcus. I always bring back, air. I always fire Chekhov's gun. Yeah. <laughs> if you throw a deck of cards in Act 1, you better, you better shoot, shoot the, the Ace of Spades, Spades in Act, Act two. 2. Exactly, exactly. We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair sucks. Writer's block sucks. My old poetry sucks. 
Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis, I'm the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slimmer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Okay, 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 okay. I got a submission for you guys. Lay it on me. So, this one comes from at IDK Jess, I guess. Thank you, at IDK Jess, I guess. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> thanks, IDK Jess, I guess, XD. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, IDK Jess, I guess, heart. It is Madonna versus Lindana. <laughs> This fucking question, from, dude. From Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know who Lindana is, Lindana is Phineas and Ferb's mom's alter ego yes. that sings a song about how yes. she is Lindana. Also, I promise I will get off of my Phineas and Ferb hype train soon. No, you're good, Phineas. I can't say when it will happen, but it will be soon. <laughs> so I want to, I wanna, you know, kind of jump in front of this mm-hmm. okay. and just say that um, I'm not... I don't know that much about pop culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Typically. I mean, yes. I know I know the average, the layman's amount. Yes. Yeah. Um, Madonna, I'm a little lacking in. Okay. But also know. Phineas and Ferb, I'm a little lacking in. Okay. I know if, I know enough about Phineas and Ferb to bring sure. the bar up. Um, Madonna, only song that I really like know well by her is Like a Virgin. I know she had some other bangers and, you know, she's queen of pop. That's yes. kind of undisputed. Mm, yes. She was very influential. Yeah. However... I just I got I kind of got Lindana stuck in my head, and I, I I experienced it for the first time today, and I know that that's kind of like a, a bias in my noggin. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Lindana just wants to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a situation. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a stretch, but you guys know how in JoJo's no. Part Four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to explain it to you. This is sure. the, the the bad guy in JoJo's Part Four, uh, Kira, if you will. Um, <laughs> all he wants is to live a normal life. Okay. He just wants to live a normal, happy, peaceful life and just do whatever he wants. Sure. What he wants to do happens to be murdering people and cutting off their hands. Um, however. Well, uh, can, can you just pause right there real quick? Yes. Um, Tim, 20 minutes before we started recording, what were you doing? Watching JoJo's. Okay. That's what I just go ahead. <laughs> okay. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything because I always am watching JoJo's. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> now continue with where you. Okay. Anyway, uh, also I'm talking about a completely different part than what I was watching earlier. Thank you very sure, much. Sure. Yeah. No. Hey, you're good. I didn't say anything, dude. You anyway, um, so this guy, uh, the idea is that one driving factor of someone in I just want to live a, a, a calm life. Sure. And Ladonna has that, and she just wants to have fun. Right. She will do anything to make sure she has fun now what fun entails is up to her to be decided however lynn donna's one driving factor is that she wants to have fun Mm -hmm. however this puts her in a very interesting situation because uh in having fun does that not include uh fighting to the death with another pop star especially someone like the queen of pop no would you not consider that to be fun no i I would not want to fight madonna to the death and so, uh, Tommy, little did you know, you've fallen right into my trap. Uh-uh. Lindana would never fight Madonna because it wouldn't be fun. 
Lindana knows that Madonna would destroy her, so she avoids it at all costs to continue having fun. Can I, um, you know, I just kind of had an epiphany. Okay. Uh-huh. And I don't understand, and now that I think about it. Yeah. We shouldn't be taking these two great icons. Yes. Mm-hmm. And pitting them against each other. Okay. What if they work together to create something amazing? You what what would mean? they create? The Lynn Madonna experience. The, the Melinda. Lynn Man Madonna. The Lynn, Lynn Man Madonna. Don't you want a Lynn Man Mo- Moana Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> so. Lynn Manuel Madonna. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think Lynn Manuel Madonna. So Lynn Manuel Moana. Moana. I think Lynn Manuel Moana. You know, the easy way out of this would be to say that they would write a song. But I'm going to go as far as to say they would go completely separate and they would write a play. Uh-huh. A musical, maybe. Sure, okay, okay. I see where you're going uh-huh. with this. It would kind of be like, you know how the Beatles have their own movie? Yeah. Several. Yeah, they have so many movies where it's just like their songs. But I think Lin-Manuel Moana would write a new movie a screenplay. <laughs> this question all is of their so hard. <laughs> <laughs> On the ass slapping train, we have like left the station. Oh yeah, we have. So, but now now that we're on there, we're on for the long haul. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. too so. think that they would write something other than music, Tim. But yes. let me tell you what I think that Lynn Mel Lynn Mel Mel Moana would write. Yes, Lint Biscuit Moana. Yes, Lynn Mel Mel Moana would write. Yes, a new. Set of Ten Commandments. Oh. For how the brand new society is that, gonna have fun. That Lynn Melwell Moanda yes. has now ushered onto us. Yes. Lynn Miranda Moana. Madonna. Come on, bait you Lynn Donna. Come on, bait you Donna. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. I can't do it. What are the Ten Commandments? What are they, Marcus? Um, Well, the first one is have fun, of course. The second one, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn Manuel Madonna says, if you don't chill, he's going to vibe check you himself. She. 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 Sorry. (laughs) Instant vibe check. He kept saying Lynn Manuel. It was like so close to when Ben went. Miranda's Who the name? fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, dude, we've. The, this is just Hamilton an amorphous man. being at this point. <laughs> yes. Lin Manuel Well Moana. Okay, I don't think. They writes write Ten Commandments, and they're all just. They're different variations of like, hey, chill, be be cool. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Don't, don't fuck each other up. Yeah. That's not, that's not chill. Like, have fun. Be chill. Don't be an asshole. Right. Um, don't fuck with other people. Right. Be nice. And see, a lot of uh, mm. these these typically have a lot of overlap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all of them. But mm. you got to be specific, and right. that's the whole point. And then um, number 10 is uh, make sure to click that bell icon if you want more videos like these. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. move on. Please. Okay. Please. Before this gets even more degenerate. <laughs> Marcus, do you have an OC for us? I do. Okay. This cool. isn't going to be much better from where we just left off. <laughs> nice. So now that your brains are sufficiently melted, yes. Um, if movies were remade exactly the same, except with the cast replaced with the Muppets, what would be your new favorite movie? 
Rocky Horror would still be my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what What about the Muppet movie? What? What? That's that's the they're same all Muppets movie. already. No, it's just reversed. It's people versions of everybody else except for the two main. I think characters that would make it a horrible Muppets. movie, Tommy. I think that would make it such a bad movie. <laughs> I am. Uh, let me throw this at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about Hateful Eight? Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait. Good movie. What if you made a Muppet movie of the Lego Batman movie? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tim and I are trying to take this thing where we're supposed to go, and you are absolutely fucking derailing this. Okay, okay, what if you made a Muppet movie uh-huh. out of the Sesame Street movie? No, no, no stop it. You Both you stop it. Okay. Planet sorry. Earth. Oh. oh. But they're all, that would be so brutal. Yeah, It would dude, be so brutal. It would be so cool. Dude, actually, fuck, I really hope. That whoever whoever writes shit for the Muppets listens to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> because I would pay so much fucking money to see an hour-long video of mm. David Attenborough narrating just, like, fucking Muppet creatures. Yes. You know? yes. Like, actual planet Earth, yeah. but with Muppets. Yes. yes. That would be fucking cool, so. Yes. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Mm. What if they did, uh, what if they did Us? Uh-huh. That... That second movie that Jordan Peele directed, oh, yeah, the horror yeah. movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but yeah. I feel oh. like I feel like Muppets in a horror movie would be great. I feel mm-hmm. like it would be great. What or if Saw? they did it? Okay. Saw would be really good. Both of those are fucking huh. incredible. Yeah. Um, this is my this is my favorite one mm-hmm. okay. that I've thought of before. Okay. And I'm, I know I've shared this with you before. Yeah. But Muppets in the Social Network. Yes. That's <laughs> no, so fucking good. You never shared that with me, Mark. Really? No, we did yeah. a versus question about it. Because I think no. I think that Kermit w- as Mark Zuckerberg. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. And then um, Gonzo as uh, Andrew Garfield's character, Eduardo Savern. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. great. It'd be fucking yeah, great. Yeah, that'd be so great. Um, the the movie Inception, but each layer deeper they go in the dream, the more Muppet-like they become. <laughs> Which would actually make the movie very easy to understand. What about... It would also make it really creepy. Yeah. What about The Matrix? Mm Mm-hmm. As Muppets. Yeah. That'd be really fucking cool. That'd be pretty good. Um, I would love to see a slow-mo, lean-back, dodge, like... uh, Yeah. That's Kermit. As Kermit. Yeah. With Kermit's fucking gangly arms. Yes, dude. I want to see Miss Piggy as Trinity doing the um, uh, kick. The the Uh, 360 spin kick. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Mm. What's uh, what's the guy's name? Agent um, Smith. Agent Smith. Yeah. As Fozzie Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's so good. Mr. Anderson. Waka waka. (laughs) Um, Star Wars, only because you could cast... The Swedish Chef as fucking Chewy. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Um, last last picks. Last picks. Last picks. Okay. okay. Last My last picks. pick is gonna be the B movie. I'm f- okay. Fucking okay. do it. <laughs> what Elaborate. the hell? That's a great one. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh just just that that I could see Jerry Seinfeld fucking voice a Muppet. That would be fucking hilarious. Um, okay, you got me there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The Labyrinth. Shut the hell up. <laughs> already fucking Muppets You just go there. through the whole thing, and the only thing that's different is instead of being David Bowie, it's a Muppet version of David Bowie, but it still has those super uncomfortably tight spandex pants Jesus that have haunted Christ. me for my entire oh life. Oh my god. Why did I have to see David Bowie's ding-dong in his pants okay. at 11 years old? You know what would actually be pretty good, and this is my last pick, okay. what would actually be unironically pretty good, and I could actually see them doing eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah. A Muppet version of Back to the Future. 
That would be oh. fucking great. Any any of those old eighties like Ghostbusters, yeah, Jurassic Park, like Ferris all that Bueller's. shit. Yes. Yeah. All his Muppet movies, fucking hilarious. Yes, 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 yes. Tommy, got a question for us? I do. So, this is a who would win style question. Uh, if the two teams were set against each other, who would win? Coyote and Tom. Wiley versus, Coyote. Yes, like Wiley Coyote okay. and Tom the cat. Who's Tom. Oh. Versus Jerry, the the mouse, and the Roadrunner. Would Jerry the mouse and Roadrunner be able to escape Tom and Coyote's hijinks? Yes. Well, yes. I think that intrinsically, yeah. Uh-huh, this is your. This is a stomp. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. like nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. Jerry gets away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Roadrunner, to my knowledge, has a 100% success rate. Yeah. I think there's a few episodes where the Roadrunner gets caught, but it's kind of like how there's only like two episodes where Tom wins and right. Jerry doesn't get away. Yeah. I think also uh, the combination between Roadrunner and Jerry is too powerful since Jerry is so small, Roadrunner can just carry him around. Uh, that's fair. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. So instead of that, Tom versus the Roadrunner and Coyote versus Jerry. Oh. Who would win in the if they just swapped Nemesis or swapped their targets? Okay. I think this is very interesting. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna kind of break down the dynamic of the show. Okay. Really really quick. Do it. So in Tom and Jerry, almost everything that Tom does is reactive. Mm-hmm. So like Jerry does some shit, then gets away, and then Tom's just like, all right, you little asshole, come back here. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, no, fuck you, and then sticks a needle in his butt, right? Mm-hmm. Ha yeah. ha, good times yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, in Wile E. Coyote versus the Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote's a planner, mm-hmm. and he's he's proactive versus Tom's reactive. Yes. But the Roadrunner doesn't give two fucks because Toon Force. Like, mm-hmm. the Roadrunner yeah. just gets the hell out of there yeah. every time. Also, Wile E. Coyote's kind of a fuck up. Yeah. So, That's kind true. of an idiot. That's yeah. true. Uh, given that... I think that Wiley Coyote versus Jerry, mm-hmm. Wiley Coyote takes it. Really? I think mm-hmm. that a lot of a lot of the times that Wiley Coyote fucks something up, mm-hmm. it's because Roadrunner um, like was looking at it a way that Wiley Coyote wasn't. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's not like that. I don't think Jerry's as smart as Roadrunner. Jerry's pretty See, fucking smart. Yeah, no, that, that's where I'm gonna have to disagree with you because there's like literally a whole episode where Tom constructs an entire Rube Goldberg machine to kill Jerry, and Jerry just like he's like, okay, stand here, put this blindfold on, smoke the cigarette. This safe yeah, is going to yeah, fall yeah. on you. And then Jerry steps like two inches to the left and the safe falls on Tom instead or something like that. Right. Like, I think Jerry is very good at solving like these other like extraneous problems that um... I think to, I, well, see, that's, I think Tom dabbles in trap construction. Yeah, uh, and that's like Wiley Coyote's like that's a that's his jam. That's, his, that's fair. That's fair. I think that I'm going to give a hot take. I'm going to say Tom would catch Roadrunner. Ooh. Oh, yeah? I think that Roadrunner has just been dealing with Wiley for so long that Roadrunner expects so much. And so for Roadrunner to get to that point of you're not doing anything, I'm going to mess with you, Mm. Tom's reactiveness would fuck with him. Because Wiley is always, like, planning this in that. Mm -hmm. So there's no, like, Roadrunner hasn't had to, like, react on the fly as much you know what i'm saying yes and like they always expect themselves to be able to get away so if their guard is down and i mean tom's a cat man you know i think tim might be onto something because Mm -hmm. wiley's always got like tnt and big boulders and shit like that trying to catch roadrunner but imagine if you will 
Tom hiding behind a cactus, and then I'd imagine he knows where Roadrunner's going to be because Wiley does, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tom's hiding behind a cactus, and when Roadrunner comes around the corner, he just smacks him in the fucking head with a pan. Or like he, he does shoots him show. with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> like they do like, in that <laughs> show. Like he does it like, yeah, like does in the show. Yeah. Or like the... Um... Or just grabs him and strangles him and eats him. Yeah. Or like Tom's a good, like great with a six-shooter. Like there's that one episode where he like starts out the episode by rolling Jerry up in a cigarette, but like... And then he throws in the air, shoots the cigarette with his gun, and it lights the cigarette, and then it lands in his mouth. Yeah. Like, Tom's a fucking... He's, he's got the he's swagger when it counts. Yeah, he's got the moves, dude. Um, I do... And th- I think that Coyote... Or, sorry. No, I didn't no, mean no, to interrupt you're fine, you, too, you're fine. Keep, you But I do roll. think that Coyote probably also takes it over Jerry, because a lot of Coyote's traps would work if it weren't for him fighting the literal fucking Flash. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And Jerry doesn't really have Toon Force like that. No. No. Jerry I mean, has, like, like he, some, but he not He flattens like out, and he can, like, carry yeah. things that are bigger than he is and yeah. stuff and, like, pull shit from out of places. But, right. like, I wouldn't say it's on par with something like... It's not, like, the absurdist the trickster god levels of... Warner Brothers. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah, Hanna-Barbera yeah. Toon Force, not right. Warner Brothers Toon Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, well, mm, would Acme even deliver to the Tom and Jerry house? Oh, fuck. Yeah, they can't cross the the, the portal uh, into the next yeah. dimension. <laughs> or else I, think, a... I think Wiley would be able to find something. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think if Tom, Tom was fighting can. the Roadrunner, it would be in the desert. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they could get the, the Roadrunner out of the desert. And I think it would be Wiley fighting Jerry in the house. Yeah. But uh, he would still be able to do all his traps and shit. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. Tom could definitely get the Acme stuff. I think that's fair for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tom would just need a pan. Or a gun. Or a gun. <laughs> yeah. Probably, a, hopefully a gun. Yeah. Roadrunner flies past him and goes, meep, meep. And Tom goes, bang, you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Roadrunner goes, meep, meep. And then, <laughs> and then Tom goes, gat, gat. <laughs> that's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and... For having Tune Force. For having Tune Force. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at VersusExtreme, or you can shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps push us up in the algorithms and gets other people to be able to listen to the great goofs that you've come to know and love. And also, please hit us up on Twitter this week and vote in our poll where you get to weigh in on our most divisive question of the episode, which I think was probably, would you rather end every one of your messages with XD or with heart? I mean, it was pretty clear who Stop, was stop, gonna... stop, stop, stop. Tim? Stop. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we love doing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love doing Thank this. Thank you. Also, exciting news. This is episode 51, which makes episode 52 next week our one-year anniversary. So send in your submissions. Uh, we've been doing this for a year straight. That's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Haven't missed a single episode, y'all. Haven't missed a single That's fucking all episode. All for you. A single one. So yeah, we're really excited to bring that out to you next week. Good night, good evening, and whatever else that guy said. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Yeah, my love language is a physical touch. Yeah. And I'm Tim. And I love you.
brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.